Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. Welcome to your second Ghost Rap episode this week, and we kick off with Grindrod. It is quite difficult to find winners in this environment, but they do actually exist, and Grindrod certainly ticks that box, with the Industrials and Logistics Group reporting a beautiful jump in headline earnings per share from continuing operations of between 47% and 57%. The continuing operations point is very important because it excludes Grindrod Bank that was disposed of in November 2022. Detailed results from Grindrod are due later this month, so I'll obviously cover them when they come out. But from a share price perspective in the meantime, it looks like so much of this growth has already been priced in for a while. With the share price trading in a broad range this year that could have made money for traders, but not investors, as the year-to-date move is negative. I'm not surprised at all to see a further trading statement from Impala Platinum and you shouldn't be surprised either if you've been reading Ghost Mail or listening to the Ghost Trap podcast. The first trading statement talked about earnings dropping more than 20%, which is the minimum level of disclosure required by the JSC. But some basic maths on the underlying numbers made it very clear that it would be a lot worse. If you know what the basket price is for the commodities and the cost to produce the metals, then you can get a decent idea of what the profits might have done. And I was very confident that it would be significantly worse than 20% down. Indeed it is, with a drop between 39% and 45%. It really has been an ugly year indeed for Platinum Group metal miners. It's not all bad news in the mining industry, of course. It obviously depends on the commodity being taken out of the ground. And in the case of Marafi, Ferrochrome is doing just fine, thanks. Interim headline earnings per share of 42 cents is higher than 37 cents in the comparable period, with Marafi taking the very interesting step of avoiding production at most of its facilities during the winter months, when electricity is most expensive. This approach does seem to be working with growth in the earnings at a time when most mining groups are taking serious strain. At just 1 rand 36 per share at time of recording, Marafi continues to trade on a ridiculously low earnings multiple. But you always have to be careful with single commodity exposure because a mining company can easily halve in value no matter how good the multiple looks. An interim dividend of 20 cents certainly helps numb any of that pain though. That is an interim yield of 14.7%, already a very strong yield even without a dividend in the second half of the year. Marafi is only for the serious risk takers though, as the volatility in the share price can be huge. In property news, the local trajectory is very different to Central and Eastern Europe. At Resilient, which admittedly has Western European exposure as well, the interim dividend is down 30% year on year. This is at least consistent with the second half of last year, and it looks like the second half of this year will also be a similar number just in absolute terms. So it really is the year on year picture that looks terrible. Hammerson has not helped at all here, with the UK-based fund paying out a much lower dividend than the market expected, and as an important shareholder there, Resilient has been hurt by this. Resilient has now run out of patience, selling 80% of its holding in Hammerson and freeing up that capital to be redeployed for, amongst other purposes, investment in solar solutions. Over a quarter of Resilient's energy requirements is being provided by solar installations, and obviously that helps a lot right now. 
But moving to a different region, Nepi Rock Castle has a totally different tune to sing, with interim distributable earnings per share up by 24.8%. The payout ratio is 90%, so the balance sheet is not a problem. Right now, Central and Eastern Europe is a much more appealing place to play than South Africa, notwithstanding the war that is not very far away from the region in Ukraine. Finally, I want to talk about the importance of base effects and why year-on-year -year earnings must always be interpreted carefully. I'll start with Suntum, where HEPS is up by between 135% and 155%. Yes, you heard that correctly. And a lot of this has to do with the timing of provisions and investment returns, which is why I then decided to go all the way back to the interim 2018 period to see what a through-the-cycle growth rate for HEPS actually looks like there. The compound annual growth rate, or CAGR, is just 2.7%, so that means if you go back to 2018 and you added 2.7% a year to that number, you would arrive at the current number. And this is a reflection of what doing business has really been like in South Africa, with a pandemic in the middle of that period. Suntime did not enjoy the pandemic, but Sun International positively hated it. Although just wait, because there's an interesting outcome here. Adjusted headline earnings per share at Sun International is up by between 7% and 12% year on year, which is a slow recovery, but it's grinding along. But here, the compound annual growth rate since 2018 is a lot better. It sits at over 13%, despite the pandemic in the middle. Now, admittedly, there was a good jump from 2018 to 2019, but still, despite a pandemic that shut down tourism, Sun International's headline earnings have achieved a better through-the-cycle growth rate than Suntum, and I just found that incredibly interesting. So there's something for you to chew on today. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.